0: now this has been a very interesting start to the year especially for south africa's corporate sector in that we've had an economist uh, who has been uh, accused of falsifying her own um you know credentials and lately according to biographies of private equity summit uh, of private equity group summit africa uh, uh, website and its marketing materials. They say Langa Madonko has degrees from the prestigious London School of Economics and the University of Pretoria and has worked for McKinsey and J.P. Morgan. Turns out that is not the story. News 24 are coming out to say on numerous profiles Madongo had claimed to be at these institutions and worked and high-profile banks like J.P. Morgan only to admit to them that his highest qualification is an A-level school leader certificate he obtained in Zimbabwe. What does this say about South Africa's C-suite? Are we vetting as much as we should be? Uh, is everyone in the country's C-suite qualified? Because this begs the question, and maybe even a pattern that we're starting to see, that these things do fall through the cracks. A lot of the companies not doing their due diligence when it comes to the executives sitting on their boards, the executives are leading uh, their company. I mean, if you take, for instance, Summit Africa manages about 1.6 billion rand on behalf of various municipal pension funds uh, Alex Forbes and the UK's development financier as well so a lot of money moving hands and you want to make sure that it's uh, held by people that are quite credible joining us now about this particular story is News24's Sikonati Manjanja. Sikonati this particular story is shocking um, not exactly the markets, but South Africans on a, a pattern that's that we're starting to pick up in terms of credentials in the corporate sector in South Africa. What exactly did Langa Madonko admit to to you uh, when you were putting together this report?
1: Good evening, uh, Mateo. Langa Madonko admitted to me that uh, basically his whole profile was a fabrication as a lie, he he admitted that he doesn't have any of those degrees that he has listed, and he he, he had claimed to have a, 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 a BCom, honors from the University of Pretoria, and another a BA with honors also from the London School of Economics. Uh, in uh, and, and when I when I confronted him, uh, he 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 admitted that uh, he didn't have any of those. And of course, he claimed it was a mistake, an an administrative mistake, which uh, curiously, of course, he has repeated uh, that uh, administrative mistake himself uh, in numerous videos and promotions that he has done in recordings where he specifically claimed to have studied at the London School of Economics. Uh, He admitted in the telephone call with me that that was a total lie. He also indeed admitted, Muteo, that uh, despite this being prominently listed in his own CV and uh, on on the company's website and other promotional material, he has never worked for J.P. Morgan and McKinsey and Company, as he claims. And, And of course, let's repeat, he said it was an administrative error.
0: This is quite dangerous given that this particular company, Summit Africa, of course manages 1.6 billion rand in funds uh, with uh, clients like uh, Telcom, Alex Forbes and even a UK development financier. Um, you know, you need to know that the people sitting at the C-suite, at executive level at these companies, do check out in terms of vetting. Um, did the company say have anything to say about his role in the company? Does he actually handle the funds with an A-level certificate? Uh,
1: Mateo, it's at least 1.6 billion rands that I did uh, put together using the material that I found. I see the company has now updated its website to also claim uh, that, that amount. Uh, the, the company put as much distance as it possibly could, it tried, between itself and Mr. Madonko, really downplaying done his role, uh, assigning him an administrative personal assistant role, if you may put it that way, because they said his job is just to call up clients and arrange meetings. for for, for its executives, and that was disputed uh, by at least three of the organizations that I spoke to. Mr. Madongo was actually uh, the the lead uh, representative of Summit Africa in those meetings and in many others. And, of course, uh, the the, the investigations that I did do, uh, Mr. Madongo was one of the founding directors of the company, he subsequently did resign as a director, but he, he remained an investment uh, principal in the company. And, and of course, he, 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 he claimed to be a major shareholder at about 24%. So, uh, Summit Africa itself uh, uh, tried to make me believe that the man uh, does not play uh, any more role than uh, just arranging meetings, which is not born by the fact, it's not born by its own material. In its own website, it it, it, it it seriously promoted him as an investment uh, principal. It seriously promoted him as this uh, great executive who has put together about 68 billion rands worth of deals. That's in some of uh, its own materials that, that it has used.
0: And it seems this decorated CV took Madongo to other places, last year re-elected for another three-year term as Deputy President of the Association of Black Securities and Investment Professionals uh, and currently serving on the board of the South African Venture Capital and Private Equity Association. So it's clear that he's been using uh, these credentials, this particular CV, to get ahead uh, in the industry.
1: He's been indeed quite a high-flying executive. Uh, he's also representing the Black Business Council in the NEDLAC, uh, which, as we know, uh, deals with serious, important issues in the in the economy of the country. He's representing. Absolutely, uh, he's he, he's really uh, managed to fool a lot of people using these credentials that he readily admitted uh, when I confronted him uh, that 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 they were all a lie.
0: Alright, that was Asikonoti Manjanja Journalist at News24 speaking Of course around this uh, Falsified credential scandal That's come out, uh, covering that story The man who has spoken to Madonko, who now denies uh, This particular scandal As an administrative error Let's look at now what the implications Are for the company in the industry Andrew Woodburn, Managing Director At Amrom Woodburn man. Now, Andrew, you Are a professional vetting company you look at the C-suite, you look at different boards and making sure that the members that join these corporate companies, multi-billion rand companies, uh, have the right members on the boards and the right leadership that check out. How do companies then have situations where things fall through the cracks?
2: Yeah, good evening, Mata, and to the listeners. I mean, we go further. We find great people for companies, and part of that is vetting them, which we use a portfolio of other services to vet them. But the problem, of course, is this pandemic, as I think we can now call it, uh, is really only the tip of the iceberg. It's getting worse. And therefore, what then happens is corporate South Africa will lift its game to ensure that the vetting is improved. But it, it hasn't always been this way. Some companies have always had the protocol that everybody they bring on will be validated, both their qualifications and various other elements of trust that you would want to ensure that an onboarded, new exec meets, but not all of them have. And of course, founders and self-made men may well have just the gift of the gab and not necessarily the qualifications they claim. That's the question uh, I was
0: going to uh, ask after this. Uh, I mean, in, if you look at uh, Langa Madonko, uh, he seems to be a sharp guy. I mean, if you can handle uh, 1.6 billion rand in funds and uh, be in all sorts of, um, you know, ship roles, it means that you are quite sharp. So is there a situation where you ask asked to headhunt someone or look for an executive and things like qualifications are not an issue?
2: Well, look. The qualification element is a basic fundamental. Where a company who is looking for senior talent would like to know that they have, for example, both the technical skill, you know, the elements of knowledge that you studied in your degree, as well as the thought methodologies that one hones when you do a degree or further study. And then, most importantly, because Matteo, you might put your money with an individual. And I'm pretty sure you would want them to be in integrity with the appropriate ethics and truthfulness, both about themselves and to you, about your investment. So these are critical elements of making a hire. And I think our country is absolutely taking heed of this. I can tell you for a fact that I've had a number of chairmen call me over the last one month since December, specifically after the unfortunate events around Tabi Lioka saying to me, as a matter of interest to both protect our company and each individual director on our boards, we would like to undertake an exercise of validation for each individual. And I think there we are absolutely seeing a response from corporate South Africa. But as you and I both know, unfortunately, in most cases, we're preaching to the choir. It's those organizations that are this rigorous that will find no problem. And it's the ones that are not stepping up potentially have embedded in them individuals who falsified things.
0: I mean, this brings into question the ethics, the due diligence some of these companies do. What core responsibility do they have apart from leaning on your services uh, to make sure that they on their own end, at least in, at human capital level, that the people they do choose to join the company are actually who they say they are?
2: So, I mean, of course, one validates the claimed uh, qualifications. That's probably the easiest thing to do. Uh, checking on the CV, ensuring that they did attend those companies, getting proper references on the individuals from trusted and integrity based sources is the next, and that should be done within the Poppy Act because uh, we want to do this in, uh, according to our legal framework. And then the last piece, which is critical is that what has happened up till now is, in fact, corporate South Africa has been a miss in both prosecuting and charging individuals found Mm. of fraud. Our Labor Relations Act allow us to prosecute for fraud uh, around qualifications, but many corporates have failed to do that. This is a fascinating opportunity because, in fact, the investment companies that place money, for example, with Summit, now have an opportunity to prosecute and set the tone and the process from here for a major prosecution based on somebody who falsified their credentials. And there is no downside to one of those uh, investment-owning companies taking this action. Uh, There are many reasons why they wouldn't prosecute their own internal talent if found to be fraudulent. But in this instance, I cannot see any reason why some of these companies wouldn't take appropriate action.
0: And just quickly, Andrew, what are some of those red flags that you've raised with uh, either South African corporates or some of the clients that you service when you have picked up somebody has, um, you know, a, a profile that you might deem dodgy? What, what, what exactly are you looking out for?
2: So the first thing, of course, is has the previous life journey of an individual matched the destination they claim to have their degree from? And can they absolutely, in an interview, explain what they did during that degree, where they attended, why it happened, how they got there? Many of them may have won a bursary. And these are all what I love to celebrate, the truly successful stories of executive development across their careers. So what one looks at is those successful ones and then measures the others who are claiming to have done these against the data points we would expect to find. But now there are commercial processes and professional processes to double-check that those degrees were claimed. And as I said, references that one would take. And in some cases, I'm not sure it was done in this instance, but the likes of McKinsey are often very proud of their alumni and will absolutely verify whether the individual attended that company or not. Not all companies are set up to do that. So there are many, many data points to check in on, firstly in a seasoned interview And then secondly, through absolutely paid professional assessment and uh, verification agencies that will give you the feedback of whether these claims are valid or not.
0: And it seems, Andrew, a lot of companies in South Africa in need of your services of late Andrew Woodburn, Managing Director at MROM Woodburn Man.